It is Tuesday, and I am thinking about Psalm 23, and also thinking about um, a trip I took with my husband a few years ago. We drove from our home in Ontario to uh, Cape Breton Island, and on Cape Breton Island, there's a, a historical fort, fortress, actually, and it was at this fortress, it's Lewisburg, I believe. They have rebuilt um, the fortress so that there's part of the wall and the village inside of the fort. And this is where I learned three things, I think. <laughs> One was a f- the difference between a fort and a fortress. And the difference between a fort and a fortress is that a fort is a military place where the soldiers live and where they do their work to protect the area. A fortress has a fort in it where the military works, but it also has a city. So a village where the people, uh, the wives and the families and other people have businesses and homes, hotels and restaurants, and in Lewisburg, this was a fortress. The second thing I learned was what a bulwark is, and a bulwark is the embankment built up behind the fort wall to hold the wall steady and firm. Um, You can walk up on it and you can be at the top of the wall looking down on the other side of the, the fort or fortress without being on the outside of it. So it's the dirt embankment that holds it up and gives extra support. The the third thing I learned was how sheep listen to their shepherd. And I know that the Bible talks about this and I know that I've been told it, but I didn't get it till I saw it. And So the three things were really neat because they all tied into the character of God and Christ. And there's that beautiful song that talks about um, a bulwark never failing. And that is how God supports us. He never fails. And we live within the fortress that God provides as we are believers. And he protects us in that fortress. And there's a life and a city within that fortress that we engage in as believers in our service to him and our service to others. And also in that city upon a hill as we are that light to the non-believers that are not inside that fortress yet. The shepherd, so we were in this fortress, we went to, we paid our ticket, the The bus took us to the front gate of it, and then we got out, and it was as if you are transported back into time. There was a fisherman there, and he was showing us how he smoked the fish that they caught. And just inside the gate, as we walked in, there was a soldier there, and he um, presented himself to us and wanted to know where we were from and what business we had to do in the fortress. And then we walked up to the the city and walked through the buildings and around and we had uh, lunch in the restaurant there and of course because it was a time period place 
we had no forks. They gave us spoons. We ate what they would have eaten then. And um, the waitresses were dressed and spoke like they would have in that time period. And as we were walking through the village, we had a little map and uh, we met a gentleman there that was a soldier in the fortress. And he told us about um, the time then and the wars and how this fortress fell from being, um, I believe it was owned by the English and then the French took it over and they destroyed the English there so they won the battle then the they got sick of it because they didn't like eating fish and then they gave it back to the English and then they fought back again later for some reason and then they burned it to the ground and destroyed it and then the Canadian government rebuilt it during I believe the 1960s or 1970s but I could be wrong on the the dates and they used it to help um, people gain new skills when the economy was changing from uh, I believe logging and they were reducing that um, but he also show- shared with us that his family had lived there back when it was part of the fortress for the English and So then we left that little explanation time and learning time and we walked over to some more of the village and we saw sheep and the sheep were in behind this gate and they were doing their sheep things of eating the grass and um, running around and, and then this shepherd opened the gate and started calling them and they followed her right out the door and she was behind them and she yelled right and immediately they turned right they were like if they wouldn't have turned if she wouldn't have said something they probably would have run into the wall in front of them and then I'm following quickly because I want to see where they're going and they the sheep are all running down this road and she's still behind them she's not running and she yells out left and the sheep in the middle of the intersection turned left like immediately and so I followed them I'm running she's not (laughs) and she yells out right and they turned into this gate that was open and into their place where they were going to spend the night They turned immediately um, whenever she yelled a direction. And I was so in awe of that because I sometimes think about how God directs me and am I listening to him and am I following after him. And the word says that the sheep know the voice of the Lord and we know his voice and we follow only him. And sometimes I think, do I really follow after the Lord? Am I really listening? What's he telling me now? And the last few years, I've gone on a missions trip to different places. And um, this year, I was praying about where I would go. And should I go? And whatnot. And 
I distinctly felt like I was being told not to make any plans. And I thought, that's weird. I really feel like I should be using some time of my, my season to go on a missions trip, to serve, to share the gospel, whatever, um, whatever God allowed. And I didn't make plans because I was waiting for my friend to make her wedding plans because I wanted to be here for that. And my husband also said that he would prefer it if I didn't do a trip this year anywhere big because I was going to go to Israel. And so that cost money and a missions trip cost money. So I had hoped to go to Peru, but I decided against that because of my husband. And I do feel like that was God leading me not to sign up for the trip to Peru. Then I was thinking, well, maybe I'll go to a native reserve um, that I've been to a few times in Nebraska. And that never progressed beyond a thought. And then my friend was talking about going to a native reserve we went to last year at the end of the summer in northern Ontario. And I was all set. Um, I, I was waiting and I th- that seems to be not going to happen because of this current environment of this virus. And as I sit here and I think about God directing me, and I feel like I'm in a pause, probably the whole world feels like they're in a pause, but I feel like God is just, he has guided me not to invest time into pursuing Uh, fundraising into pursuing making plans with different organizations to go on a missions trip because he had other he a he knew what was coming and b he had other plans so for whatever reason other than this virus he has something else planned for me to do and I feel like he is so clear in directing me, even though sometimes I don't feel like I know what he's, how he's directing me or why. But the sheep in that village just followed their shepherd. The directions the shepherd yelled out, they immediately followed. And the Bible tells us that we do the same. We, as believers, listen to him and we follow after him. And the longer I know the Lord, the longer, or well, there's more opportunity for me to look back and see how he has directed me and how I have listened. And so it gives me strength and encouragement to move forward, whether it's in waiting for direction or whether it's in knowing clearly where he's directing me and how. So I encourage you to read Psalm 23, and then I also encourage you to look into a book by Philip Keller called A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23, and just see, dig into that a bit more through that um, little book. It's quite helpful, and it's it's so interesting because I'm not a shepherd, but I can... Uh, look at the psalm through the eyes of a shepherd and see how God's character um, 
shows through that psalm and how his leading is so clear and so good for me. So have a good day.